Hi guys and welcome to a new episode of my podcast F1 Pitlane Talk. Today's episode is about the summer break, the silly season and the first half of the season actually. Um, it's been a really, really interesting season so far, in my opinion. I really enjoyed it and I'm really looking forward for the second half of the season. Hopefully it's going to be a little bit more close. Um, yeah, and I think we'll just dive into the first episode or the new episode here. Let's talk about the last race, the Hungarian Grand Prix. Max won from P10, which was like literally unbelievable because normally the Hungarian Grand Prix or the track is not for overtaking and Max did an amazing job with a great strategy after having a really bad qualifying. Of course he had issues with the car but it was a really really good race for him and I was really happy that he actually got um, the win. And of course let's talk about Mercedes. Mercedes is basically back I want to say. Of course, we cannot say this for the whole season and for the uh, summer break now because many, many teams are developing their car in the summer break. But the last two races, Mercedes got onto the podium with both drivers and an absolutely fantastic car. Of course, they benefited a little bit because of the Ferrari strategy. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this later. But in Hungary, um, they really had a good car and they... Both performed very well. George Russell and Mercedes, I think everyone was just a little bit afraid that he might um, be outperformed by Lewis Hamilton, which is, in my opinion, not the case. He's doing very, very well and um, actually got the pole position in Hungary. So absolutely insane. I'm very happy for him that he's performing so well in the car and that he's feeling comfortable, which is a very, very good thing. And of course, Lewis Hamilton actually got two podiums in a row. Um, he was second in France and second in Hungary. He um, got third in Austria, third in Silverstone, third in Canada. So he got a few podiums so far, George Russell as well. Um, so I think it's very equal between them. Of course, there's still the order that Lewis Hamilton is clearly the first driver, but I think Lewis Hamilton kind of needs this in a way that he needs to be the best driver in his team, definitely. And I think George Russell is fine with him and he has to be patient and, and his time will come and he will uh, he will be the first driver. Um, as I mentioned before a little bit, we're going to talk about the Ferrari. I remember um, talking about the Ferrari, that this is not a reliable car and that there's the consistency of the car and of the driver's performance, which is like a huge topic for them kind of changed a little bit, not gonna lie here. Ferrari has a strategy problem. This is so common now um, that they're performing or that they're not driving with the best strategy. I mean, if you look at the cooldown moment between um, Lewis Hamilton, George Russell and Max Verstappen after the Hungarian Grand Prix, they laughed because the Ferraris were on hearts, which was obviously not a good choice. I think this is really not uncommon now. In Hungary, they had a bad strategy um, and they really could have been on the podium. Charles Leclerc with two drivers, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, they have two really, really good drivers who are actually kind of fighting for the championship um, and now it's like kind of gone. In France, it was the same. 
with Carlos Sainz. He didn't have the best strategy call and they wanted to pit him when he was doing a uh, overtake on George Russell and he just said no I'm not gonna pit when I'm just like overtaking someone. Um, and I think this is like something so rare to see. Of course there can be a strategy problem and there was a strategy problem in many races, many teams. I remember last year in Monaco with Lewis Hamilton. It was a problem but they figured it out and it happened like one time and now we have like three races out of 13 in my I guess um, where Ferrari didn't perform the strategy way correctly. And I think this is a huge topic. They have to figure this one out because it costs them the WDC and the WCC, like the championship uh, for Charles Leclerc and the Constructor um, World Championship, which is like, this should not happen. Um, Charles Leclerc is performing, did perform so well this season. Of course, he had the consistency problem in the former races and former seasons but now he kind of figured it out except from France where he lost the car in turn 11. Unfortunate, can happen, should not happen but it did happen but like with the strategy calls it costed him so many podiums. Um, in Silverstone Charles Leclerc finished fourth. Um, that was devastating to see because he could have been on top and Leclerc is a really talented driver and he had the chance to fight for the championship. Max Verstappen is leading with, I think, 80 points. I'm not quite sure about this, which is a huge gap. Of course, nothing is impossible. We saw it last season, but it was closer. And so, so sad to see because the Ferrari has, in my opinion, the strongest car. They figured this reliable problem out and now they have like the strategy problem and yeah we'll see how this one goes in the second half of the season I think many things need to change there's actually the rumor that Binotto is not going to be team principal in the second half of the season which I don't think will happen because they're not going to fire someone mid-season but I think they maybe discuss a change in team principal ways maybe for the next season um, Binotto was very um, it was discussed whether he should leave or not uh, many seasons before, many years before this season now and maybe this is something that Ferrari is going to do we will see in the future but um, very interesting how everything is now developing and, and I hope that Ferrari will figure this problem out and that they will be on top on, of the grid uh, in the second half of the season now this was a little recap about the Hungarian Grand Prix and now we're gonna talk about the new topic um, which I'm very very excited to talk about. For the record I'm gonna probably release this episode tomorrow and to today is Monday the 8th of August so maybe something will change in those like 12 hours when I'm gonna release this um, episode. So please excuse me because silly season has officially begun and so many things are happening in within hours. So maybe something will change when I upload this episode. But let's start there what the silly season is. Maybe some of you are new to the sport. I was new to the so sport. I got into it um, because of Drive to Survive and they explained it a little bit. So the actual definition of silly season is 
that it's the time in summer where mostly no races take place. You might think to yourself, well, silly season started with the announcement of Sebastian Vettel that he will retire in 2023 or in 2022 after the season. It did. So I would actually say that the silly season is just the time of rumors moving around, switching seats and new drivers coming into the sport. And this is mostly in the summer break, at the beginning, at the end. So we are definitely in the middle of silly season. We're going to begin with the topic that Sebastian Vettel announced his retirement on 28th of July. I remember a day before he announced his retirement that I was so happy that he finally got an Instagram and I was just like, okay, nice, we know what he's doing and he's finally on Instagram and I don't know why I didn't thought about the fact that he might retire. I don't know, it was like so off topic for me and we are losing a legend in the sport. He was one of the best for championship titles an absolutely amazing person amazing driver and um, very sad to see him leaving and I think I speak for most of the people that everyone was kind of shocked that he's leaving but I think with his announcement we all understood what he was going for more family time and I think he is going to be a great dad. He is probably a great dad. And um, yeah, very, very sad that we are losing a legend. Uh, and as a German, of course, I'm sad that we are losing a German driver. But I think he will do great and he will be remembered in the sport for a long time, especially as a German. <laughs> um, second best German driver af after um, um, Michael Schumacher. So very sad, but very happy thing that I saw him racing and yeah. So as I said before, Vettel announced his retirement on 28th of July. Only three days later, Aston Martin, Vettel's current team, announced Alonso as their new driver in 2023. Everyone was speculate speculating who is going to take the Aston Martin seat. I was thinking maybe about Hülkenberg. He's the Reserve driver, he said that he wanted to drive in Formula 1 once again. Aston Martin announced that Alonso is going to drive for them in 2023 and he has a multi-year contract, which is very rare because he's a kind of an older driver and uh, he's from the old generation, but he really wants to race. He's still on fire. He wants to win mostly races, go in the podium, like all of this, but... That was something that no one really expected, in my opinion. So Aston Martin actually has now Alonso and Lance Stroll as their two driver pairing. Which is now leading to the fact that there's a free seat at Alpine. Besides Esteban Ocon, because Esteban Ocon is probably going to drive for Alpine. It's not confirmed, but he's going to, probably going to race for Alpine next season. And I think most people thought that that Piastri, former F2 and F3 champion and Alpine reserve driver, is going to take the seat from Alonso. Everyone was hyped. Everyone said that he deserved an F1 seat, like last year, because he didn't drive one year now. Everyone was saying, okay, he deserves a 
Formula One seed and this is actually something that I agree on. He is a great driver, a very talented driver and he's loved by fans and he kind of was raised in by Alpine. I don't know how to say it because he has a four years contract with them. He was four years with Alpine and Alpine has high hopes in this young Australian driver. This is why no one was really shocked when um, Alpine announced that their driver lineup is going to be Esteban Ocon and Oscar Piastri in 2023. That was only one day after Alonso moved to Aston Martin. Alpine announced Oscar Piastri is moving to Alpine in 2023. Everyone was happy, Piastri to Alpine, nothing very surprising because he was their reserve driver, he had a contract with them and it was pretty clear that someday he was going to drive for the Formula 1 team and most likely for Alpine. So everyone was happy and it was nothing really special that he finally got promoted in an F1 seat. But I did not really got into this topic this much. I saw the news and was just, yeah, well-deserved. He's driving for Alpine. Great. Why not? But then I saw many videos and like articles and anything about this. That something was off when Alpine announced that Oscar Piastri is driving for them. Because... First of all, there was no quote of Oscar Piastri that says, I'm excited. Most of the times drivers are stating something in the announcement of the official sides or teams or F1 Instagram side, but this did not happen. There was no quote from Oscar Piastri that he will drive for Alpine next year, that he was happy or something like this. There wasn't. And it was a little bit of a strange timing because it was the end of July And there are rumors that the contract from Oscar Piastri ended at 1st of August. So it could be a clever move of Alpine to announce this at the right time. But also they announced it in the middle of Australian night. Oscar Piastri is Australian and it was around 3am in the morning when um, Alpine announced their driver lineup in 2023. Shortly after this announcement aired, Piastri stated in an Instagram story, and I quote, I understand that without my agreement, Alpine F1 have put out a press release late this afternoon that I am driving for them next year. This is wrong and I have not signed a contract with Alpine for 2023. I will not be driving for Alpine next year. Quote, end. Everyone made videos about this. Everyone was like, okay, yeah, Oscar Piastri is moving to Alpine and then he's stating something like this. And not that this is like, should have not been told yet, but he's like clearly turning his back against Alpine. He's saying that is wrong and I have not signed a contract with Alpine for 2023. The wording here is very interesting in my opinion. Because... Will he race with another team because of the wording? He will not be driving for a P next year. I think this kind of leads to the conclusion that he might sign with another F1 team or another team in general, but most likely an F1 team. 
And why is he not driving for Alpine? It's a good mid team. They're always in the midfield. Um, he was driving for them for four years. He was their junior driver, their reserve driver. He had the chance, obviously, that he was driving for them in an F1 seat in 2023. He had the chance that he was driving for an F1 team in a Formula One, which is something that is so rare. There are so many racing drivers in their 20 seats in Formula One. And Oscar Piastri decided that he tur- that he was going to turn his back to an F1 team um, without the way of getting back, if you know what I mean. Like, he turned his back. They're probably not going to take him back if he says, no, I'm not. this is wrong, I'm not going to drive for them. Um, and, and I so want to see what is going on behind, like, the curtains. This must be an absolutely drama back there because it was official. Alpine announced it, F1 announced it. Everyone was not surprised. Everyone was like, yeah, okay, this is a good thing. And then everyone was so freaked out. So interesting to see. Because of the wording, I will not be driving for Alpine next year. There are many theories that he will move to another F1 team. Now, you might ask yourself, which F1 team? And... There are many rumors that he is going to McLaren in 2023. But Daniel Ricciardo recently stated that he will definitely race for McLaren in 2023. Because he has a contract. He has a contract, but it was kind of confirmed by Racing News 365 that Oscar is going to McLaren. Which basically means Ricciardo is out, uh, even though he has a contract to 2023 so Oscar Piastri driving next to Lando Norris is this possible or not in my opinion it is because Zach Brown obviously stated that they are not happy with Daniel Ricciardo's performance in the McLaren it's now the second year of course he can struggle in the first year but he struggled as well in the second year now and there's a huge gap between Norris and him and he's not performing like McLaren wants him to do. Also interesting, Oscar Piastri's manager is Mark Webber. Mark Webber drove for McLaren, he's close with McLaren, and it's so it would not be a surprise if Oscar Piastri would move to McLaren. Um, but Danny Ricciardo has a contract, so where is he going? Is he going to stay in Formula One? What is happening? First of all, it's very unlikely to see someone or a team switching drivers moving around when the when the contract is still going on like it's not that common that someone is saying okay we're gonna switch this uh and we're gonna move you of course red bull did it it was like the worst thing that happened but it's not that common so maybe Daniel Ricciardo is moving to Alpine next year. He also, he once drove for Alpine next to Espanacon when it still was Renault. Very interesting to see here if, um, yeah, Daniel Ricciardo is going to stay in Formula 1. I think he will be missed. He's Everyone loves him. He He's loved by fans, by McLaren, by, <laughs> by Lando Norris. Um, um, but not by McLaren. Um, I think they lo- love him and they like him, but he is not performing well. He's struggling so much, which is so sad to see that he's doing his best and this is like something that he is struggling with and he cannot cope with the new car. But I don't think that they will remove Daniel in the middle of the season. Definitely not. 
this is not something they would do. But I think there is a high likely chance that um, Oscar Piastri is driving for McLaren next year. And that would be crazy to see uh, McLaren with Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri and not Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo. But we'll see how this is going on. I hope that when I upload this episode that this news is still going on. Um, yes, so very interesting. But not to forget that Mick is not confirmed at Haas. He was actually speculated to um, move to Aston Martin, which he didn't. But maybe there's now a free seat anywhere. But Haas, we'll see how this is. This is going to continue in the future. And please don't forget the absolutely masterpiece of Mr. Alexander Alban when he used the same wording as Oscar Piastri in his announcement that he will not be driving for Alpine next year. But um, Alex Alban is confirmed at Williams and he's driving for them next year. Very happy to see him in Formula One and... Um, That he will stay in Formula One. I think he's a great driver and he will perform very well. Yeah. So guys, this was the silly season recap. How everything is going down so far. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please let me know if you have any ideas or any theories, any rumors where Oscar Piastri is driving, where Daniel Ricciardo is going to drive. If you heard anything, let me know. I have an Instagram page, pitlane.talk. So you can follow me there. And you can also follow me on TikTok. My name is Luisa with OU.209. You can follow me there and I will update you guys on current rumors probably a lot faster than here. And yeah, guys, we'll hear from each other, maybe with news and maybe with new rumors and that would shock everyone. Bye. <laughs>